the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm so happy to be here tonight. Not Friday Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not just because it's Friday. This just isn't any old regular Friday. This is a Fri-yay-yay-yay day because I am so happy to have with me. I, I, I put it out on Facebook earlier today. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to master the art of the tease in a positive way. <laughs> I put it out on Facebook earlier. I said the return of somebody very special tonight on tonight's Andrea K show. And then I did another little tease practicing the art of the tease. I said, there's a D- there's a maple bar waiting for me at the studio. And yeah, I ate a maple bar when I got here, a bacon topped maple bar, uh, the size of my head, but that's not the maple bar to which I was referring. I am so excited to tell you guys tonight that we have the return of the one, the only, it's DJ Carrot Sticks. Welcome back. Your dreams come back. Be right back. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, buddy, I'm back. I'm back like sports, youth sports in California. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we'll win tonight's uh tonight's episode from six to seven i think we're the champions of radio right now we are the that's dream right team, baby that's the dream team <laughs> but you know what skins if you're listening we do love you we hope you're enjoying your day off um but it, it's it's glad to have uh uh, have you back with me, man? Well, it's awesome, and you know what? The the thing that right away, right when your interest started playing, and I heard your voice, I go, man, I miss that energy. Like I'm, I feel like I just drank three cups of coffee, and I, <laughs> I, I'm ready. I'm saluting the flag. I'm wearing red, white, and blue. That's right, baby. AK, yeah. And you know what? I really needed to in the in this week on a positive. This was a tough week when we lost Rush Limbaugh. And, you know, I'm still sad about it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm just glad to have you back um, with my man. It's like slipping on the most comfortable pair of shoes, having you back in the studio with me. In fact, we've got the return, not just of DJ Carrot Sticks tonight, but Friday Fun Day is back. We got a good one. We got a good one. So stay tuned for that. And, of course, you know, it, it also happens to be a Friday. So we've got our great friend, Bob Walters, who's going to be here um to i've actually got him for a little bit longer of a segment than usual because that's how insane it is did y'all know that there were eight regimes of whiteness going on did you know that there were eight, it's kind of like six degrees of of kevin bacon there's eight regimes of whiteness now they must have added some since i took my history of whiteness class exactly dream a moon are yes. you did you come Professor up with Dreama. this did you dream this up dreamer because it's out there in a the school somewhere so bob's going to be here 
So, you know, I haven't, I've seen you in the halls here this week, um, it, but, and I did have a chance to ask you about it. And I know that, you know, conservative, you know, talk really, you know, you don't, you don't have time to be sitting around for the last 20 years listening to, to other talk people. But do you, is there anything you want to say about the loss of Rush Limbaugh? No, I mean, honestly, uh, I'm a huge radio nerd. Uh, right. It's one of my passions. My hobby is I do a podcast. So I work all weekend and I do a podcast. But he created a genre. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he. We're here because of Rush Limbaugh. We are. I have a. I can credit my job to Rush Limbaugh. I mean, honestly, and he was a legend. He was such uh, skilled at his craft. Yeah. And you know, I admired him for not only being a true patriot, um, but also just how talented he was. And yeah. so I admired him just like a lot of other legends in radio. But I was very sad to hear of his passing. And he was he was a fighter. I mean, he fought cancer. Yeah. He fought. You know his hearing issues and stuff, and he, he, I mean, he fought to the end. So he did. Props to him, and it's you know, you know his his saying was he always said he was, uh, you know, with I forget how it went, but something about his talent was on loan from God. That's exactly how he put it. And his board op today, his producer and board op said, "Well, now he's returning his talent." Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's it's um, we do credit our, you know, and I said not uh, people are are paying homage to him this week as uh, the voice of the conservative movement, most powerful voice. Um, But not enough people are are attributing the economic impact and contribution to this country, even people who aren't conservatives. There are millions of people that are working today because he created all these jobs in in media and then airtime is paid for by who? By sponsors. So there's a good chance that you've worked for. For somebody or for a company that benefited benefited in some way and you got a paycheck somewhere along the way directly or indirectly thanks to rush limbaugh so everybody should be saying thank you and and thank the lord and you know in entertainment when it's so you know left everything is left he we had radio and we had rush which with conservative messages and meanings coming across that we could hear yeah you know what nobody's talking about this week either you know, he had a message that the, like you said, the mainstream media wouldn't put this message out. Thank God we had Rush, but they and and then they couldn't cancel him, and they tried to cancel Rush. They tried to go after his sponsors. Then they tried to compete with him. Do you remember Air America? Yeah. <laughs> how uh, how bad it was? Who was it? Uh, was it Janine? Janine Garofalo was. Yeah, was bad. It was horrible. And see, this is the thing a lot of people don't understand. He made the greats of any industry, whether it's sports or whether it's acting or what you know, uh, cooking, whatever it is. They make it look easy when it's really difficult to do. You know, and until you sit down. And you know this from people that, that think, you know, oh, radio must be so easy to do. I could do that. And then, then you don't know how hard it is until you sit down and you're live on a mic and you got to carry a show. And, and he did it three hours every day with very few guests. And he was known for his work ethic. And one of the things that I admire about him is he knew that he spawned a, a generation of people coming up behind him. He never mocked anybody. And nobody was ever going to be as good as him. And he never diminished anybody's anybody's efforts out there. He celebrated all the new talk radio show hosts. And he inspired us to do better. So, um, yeah. So I'm glad I had a chance. I know well, you guys might be sick of hearing about Rush. But this is my first chance to talk to Sticks about it. Yeah. I mean, the thing, too, about him, he always he had an original take which is kind of hard to find in radio sometimes. 
like yourself, you always come with original takes, and that's something I admire about him and you. Well, thank you. You know, um, I, I'm often criticized for my for my takes that are that are that are, di- <laughs> that are different. They can't handle the truth. That's right. Um, but, but before the show opened, Eric, we were running the spot for Eric Metaxas. He's got a book out of memoir. I should be. I'm thinking. I'm sitting there thinking. Why am I not writing a memoir? I'm gonna call it Red Beans and Rice. That's gonna be my memoir. You gonna write a memoir someday? The Tales of Todd. <laughs> <laughs> the tall tales of ordinary sized Todd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, maybe uh, Ted Cruz is going to write some tales about his little jaunt, his little trip down to Mexico. And bi- it'd be bilingual book, <laughs> English and other side is Spanish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he'll and he'll uh, he'll uh, maybe his cover photo he'll pick one with this fabulous mullet he's got brewing. <laughs> um, you know, here's the thing: uh, it, it, there's nobody in Texas who should be sitting around thinking that Ted Cruz is going to be out there shoveling a sidewalk. Okay, but it was bad optics and it provided the ammunition for the left who should be continuing to talk about uh, Cuomo side, Governor Cuomo, who killed. I mean, today, because he did, it shouldn't be this way. It's not his fault necessarily that I mean, because the left are going to use anything that they can to try to avoid uh, talking about the fact that the Democrat governor killed killed a bunch of seniors and they tried to cover it up and threaten anybody. You know, I mean, he practically wrapped some dead fish in a newspaper to this local Democrat Kim guy to try to keep him quiet. I mean, he's threatening people. Um, but Ted Cruz did give some ammunition for it. You know, he provided them something that they could they could talk about. He did say he was escorting his daughter who was going to a trip there and he came back the next day. If you b- believe that. Well, but see, the problem with that is, and you're so busy producing so many shows, is that United Airlines leaked the fact that he changed his flight to come back early. Uh, he was supposed to be there the whole week. But here's the thing. Um, you know, we're Republicans are always going to be held to a different standard. We need to get we need to get better at pushing back against that, because if you right now are a Democrat and you care more because today's story was it, it was that now it's bad enough that Ted Cruz went to Cancun. Now, guess what else he did so bad? He, his little poodle was left behind at his house. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was trending all day on Twitter. And so and how did this story find out? Somebody drove by his house, saw a poodle in the window and went up. Literally, true story. Went up. Uh, if we had half this this dedication to investigative uh, reportage, we might have found out three years ago in the left leaning media. Well, what we, the American people might have found out through media what we already knew, which was Trump was never a Putin a, a puppet. Right. And, you know. Um, so this investigative journalist goes up to the security guard. Is that Ted Cruz's house? He's like, yeah. Is that his dog in the window? Yeah. Well, who's taking care of the dog? And the security guard's like, I am. That, that, and now, but, and because of that, we literally have resigned Ted Cruz trending on Twitter. If you are sitting back, yeah, Poodle, (laughs) Poodle, if you literally are more concerned about a poodle being left behind in the caretaking of a security guard than you are about the fact that a Democrat governor literally took actions that he that killed seniors and he knew and he knew it was going on and he hit it and according to his own people hit it to stop and to prevent any invested criminal investigation into his activities by the DOJ and then started threatening people to keep them from leaking it. If you care more about the poodle that was fine down in Texas. Something is you. You are deranged. That that that's that's some serious crazy. That's crazier than the two women in Florida today. They got busted like in their thirties, dressing up as granny so they could go get the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that's the extent of which Fauci, the highest paid man in the United States government, that's the extent of which he successfully was able to get COVID, COVID panic. I want to see the, what the ladies look like. Do they have like babushkas on? They had glasses of babushkas. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'd give it to him just for being clever. Well, you know what? They probably Google Tyler Perry as as Medea. Well, as Medea. Hopefully they didn't, you know, go in, go in any other colored face and then they were. Um, they could get get them in trouble. No, but I mean, I mean, think about that. You know, oh, and then they had falsified vaccine cards that showed that they had already had like the first dose oh. to try to make it seem like they were cool to 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 get the second one. I mean, they put some thought into this. You know, how about they put enough thought in and take all that energy and time and investigate the truth that it's ninety nine still has an over ninety nine percent recovery rate for somebody in their thirties who doesn't yep. have comorbidities. Mm-hmm. Then they could have instead been at the beach and like enjoying themselves. Yeah. Well, there's that one lady that that was a spin class teacher. Oh, I didn't hear this because she said she was an educator. Uh huh. So they said it's fraud, and which was a misdemeanor. But I, I would say I would fight that. Well, why? Why did the spin? Why did the spin? Why did she say she was so she could get the vaccine? So she get the vaccine. Yeah. She said she was an educator. (laughs) She's if she's a spin instructor, the chances of her dying from coronavirus is like (laughs) I got. you you know what I mean? You got yeah. you got almost zero chance. <laughs> if you, seventy, you know, average. Death, let me just make sure it's been a while because we're not hearing this in mainstream media. Average age of death seventy eight. Multiple comorbidities below that ninety nine point eight percent chance of survival. Okay, speaking of this, um, big story um, this week that I didn't get into a couple of days ago. So so much breaking news. I guess a waitress in New York was fired because she refused to take the vaccine. Um, there are many people who concerned that don't really know the impact on fertility, and she was concerned it would have an impact. I got to tell you guys, when I heard this story, you know how I feel about this vaccine. I have done how many shows talking about this vaccine? I consider it poison. I think that we, they're treating Americans as guinea pigs, first and foremost. This was completely rushed, and um, they, they admitted all the different things that they didn't test for. You're a guinea pig, but I will say this, and you guys can call me 888-344-1170 if you disagree with me. You know that I don't intend to take this vaccine. I think that we should all sign um, Dr. Simone Gold's uh, petition, for, uh, which is against medical discrimination, which would have them forcing people to take the vaccine. It should be a matter of choice. You know that I believe everything should be a matter of choice, and I believe that that, that extends into employment as well. I believe in at-will employment. I think that employees should have the choice to work where they want. And if they don't like a job, uh, 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 something that's a requirement of the job, they're free to leave. They're not indentured servants. I therefore also believe in at-will employment that an employer has the right to label something a requirement and uh, feel free to, to fire somebody if they don't want to fulfill it. Well, you know, Joe Biden got the vaccine and he said he's feeling healthy and he'll check back in with us on February 31st. <laughs> what, why February 31st? There isn't a February 31st. <laughs> but it, shh, that joke went right over my head. I'm so glad to have you back, Carrot Sticks. February 31st. <laughs> Come on back. We're Friday Fun Day on its way. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K A Y E. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. To paraphrase Thomas Jefferson in his first inaugural address, we are all libertarians. All of us support individual liberty, economic freedom, fiscal sanity, and the right to live our lives without excessive government intrusion. Join Bob Zadet for a full hour of discussion with the smartest guests on radio. Insightful, spontaneous, and thoughtful. It's the show of ideas, not attitude. The Bob Zadek Show, Sunday mornings only on The Answer. The Bob Zadek Show, Sunday mornings at 9 on The Answer San Diego. This is Dr. Cordy Williams and Crystal Tinney. The Unfettered Patriot brings back the uncensored, unfiltered voices of spiritual health freedom that Americans once enjoyed. Dr. Cordy and I want to move, touch, and inspire you to always be an active role in our republic. Join us in spreading this message every Saturday at 8 p.m. and join this revolution with us weekly so we can ensure our kids always know the true definition of red, white, and blue. It's apparent now more than ever that tyranny is at our doorstep. What are you going to do. Are you tired of Governor Gavin Newsom's hypocrisy and autocratic rule? Do you want to help the millions of Californians suffering financially from the never-ending shutdowns? Do you want to end the isolation, the damage done to our state? Then act now. Join us in recalling California Governor Gavin Newsom. We recalled Governor Gray Davis in 2003, and with your help, we can do it again. Go to RecallGavin2020.com and download the petition. Ad paid for by California Patriot Coalition. Recall Governor Gavin Newsom 2020. Number 1424018. Committee major funding from Prop 39 LLC. Rescue California. Recall Gavin Newsom. A new coat of paint can make a world of difference. And at Dixie Line Lumber and Home Centers, save 15% on in-stock Valspar Pristine Interior and Exterior Paints. Because with Valspar Valspar Paint, you're covered inside and out. Paint like a pro with 3M Edge Lock Blue Masking Tape and Purdy's Contractor First Roller Covers and XL Brush Value 3-Pack. All on sale at Dixie Line. The new two-step ultralight folding step stool designed specifically for homeowners. Just 40 bucks. It'll make masking and painting a lot easier. And the bathroom? Oh my, what a vanity. Vanity top and mirror from Foremost can do the old powder room. Add a little Valspar pristine interior paint and experience the difference. Look for the Dixie Line Lumber and Home Center's in-home mailer. Or check us out on the web at DixieLine.com for even more home improvement savings. Dixie Line, helping San Diego homeowners and builders alike fix Fix it it, build it it, and enjoy it dear vet ticks it was nice to spend the night with my daughter and other veterans it's so humbling to attend an event when you feel appreciated i had a wonderful time with my family thank you for the memories vet ticks dear vet ticks thank you for a great experience and for your support of the military and veterans thank you so much vet ticks Our family has gone through a lot the last few years, and this gave us a nice break. Every empty seat at a concert, game, or special event is a missed opportunity to say thank you to a veteran or a service member. By giving your extra tickets to VetTix, you'll help America's heroes reduce stress, strengthen family bonds, and create a truly happy memory that will last a lifetime. So when you really want to say thank you for your service, give the experience. Give the memory. Vetex. Give something to those who gave. 
For more information on how you can make a difference, go to vettix.org. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. And welcome back to you, Mr. Katea, DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Glad to have you back. Um, All right. One of the things we've talked about here, you know, in addition to being like the favorite host here at uh, AM 1170, if I might say so myself, I'm also um, counsel to uh, many of the people here in the dating realm. I consider myself to be a a wise counsel in that area. And you're very humble. (laughs) Do I not give good dating advice? You do, you do. Yes, to the point where you guys have talked about maybe we should do on a Friday night, we should do like a dating show. That would be awesome. All right. Dating like, game. The Me dating game. And potato skins. Yes. I'm serious. We are serious about this. We should be talking about, we should be taking some Friday night coming up and, you know, going into a weekend. We should be talk about, we have a little fun like doing a dating game, but then we can also get into some relationship stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're good at that. Thank I mean, you. You know, I, I, you know, you know that I'm giving that one you- show where they, the lady was a, like the matchmaker. I forget what it was, but it was a like reality show. I think I could oh, see you, you mean that. like when Jenny McCarthy did back on on no, MTV. No, there was like a real lady who was a matchmaker who. Had a oh, millionaire show. matchmaker yeah, up and out. Yeah, you could be hundredaire matchmaker. Exactly, except she's been divorced like how many times? But I like her. That was a great show. Um, who remembers um, the reality show? I want to marry a millionaire, and it was the guy from Encinitas that was supposed to be the millionaire, Rick Rockwell. Oh yeah, and <laughs> Darva <Dude>, Conger. Yeah. <laughs> And they come to find out he lived in a shack that had a toilet that like laying in the backyard. It was hilarious. Anyway, I don't know. You get me in such a mood, man. (laughs) Can you tell we have fun together? Me and uh, carrot sticks. All right. Serious tip. Um, This is a story that also didn't get a huge amount of news this week. Fridays might might end up being like the kitchen uh, sink week uh, weekend wrap up for me because there's always... It's tough every day to to know with so many hot topics and so many important issues. There just doesn't seem to be enough time to get it all in. Well, South Carolina's Republican governor yesterday signed a bill into law that would ban nearly all abortions in the state. It's the heartbeat law. And um, it, 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 I, the video showing the Democrats arguing against against this was incredibly disturbing i hate to i hate to like ruin our good mood here but they literally called it pretend life they called the unborn children pretend life no it's actually hashtag science you're supposed to be the party of science it actually is a human being it's not her body her choice it actually is a human being of course this is the same party that you know um is all about you know that certain eggs from certain you know i know somebody who couldn't build a home uh in encinitas after buying a lot of land because of the gnat catcher okay same party but anyway um the the ban has already been um uh, a, a, a rebuttal to this, I guess you say. A lawsuit was filed in, in a court. I'm not sure which court it was in South Carolina. I think the ultimate plan here is to get it to the Supreme Court. I think they know locally in South Carolina that this is this is going to be challenged in court. And because we have Roe v. Wade, I think the play ultimately is, I think that... Uh, uh, many Republicans are thinking, look, we've got this. At least people think we've got a conservative majority on the Supreme Court right now. I could argue otherwise, because if they were actually true conservatives, 
they would have heard the Texas case regarding the election. And, you know, we wouldn't have Joe Biden sitting in the White House. Uh, we would if we had a conservative majority, Pennsylvania wouldn't have been allowed. A lawsuit was filed last September regarding the the very issue in which the Supreme Court ruled for George W. Bush in the year 2000. The same issue was in play in Pennsylvania. And in August, the Supreme Court, a lawsuit was filed saying that we had people in Pennsylvania that were not the Secretary of State, not the, that was not the state legislator who were the only people that have the right to change the election laws. And the Supreme Court didn't, didn't hear the case, sent it back to Pennsylvania. So, I, however, I think the, the belief here is that this will possibly make it to the Supreme Court and that with Amy Coney Barrett, we will have an overturning of Roe v. Wade. I think that's a pipe dream. I don't believe it. You look at how Amy Coney Barrett just recently ruled uh, on uh, here in California with these shutdowns. She ruled that that Gavin Newsom could not restrict people going into a church because we had other businesses with people going inside. So it was discriminatory against churches to not allow people inside a church. However, she still left it up to Gavin Newsom to restrict the capacity within churches and she left it up to Gavin Newsom to ban singing in a church. When you are supposed to be a constitutional conservative and you allow any restrictions on the expression of your religious, you know, beliefs, you're I, I don't I don't trust that you're gonna do anything about Roe v. Wade. However, I do predict that if this case makes it up there, if they do end up taking it, I think that it's possible that we might find um Restrictions. There might be a situation to where they meet somewhere in the middle. And you know that we are one of only, I think, three countries in the world that allows an abortion past a heartbeat, past 14 weeks. The most progressive countries around the world stop it at a heartbeat. Uh, I think it's us, China, and one other company, country that allows for uh, the murder of children uh, in, in the womb, late-term abortion. So anyway, there's that story coming out. Um, another story that broke today is that Nancy Pelosi, I think it was today or yesterday, Nancy Pelosi has decided she's going to have a commission where they're going to get to the bottom. They want an independent review, kind of like a 9-11 commission to get to the bottom of what happened at the Capitol. We know what's at the bottom of the Capitol. We know Nancy Pelosi, that, that uh, President Trump wanted a bunch of National Guard, like 10,000 National Guard troops, the ones that you've got now. Uh, you know, hanging around in D.C. So you can you, because you wanted to turn because you wanted these optics uh, to put D.C. behind walls and, and barbed wire. We know that you turned down National Guard tro- troops. We know that the Capitol Police were not secured. We know now that the FBI knew that this was planned in advance and you all and hid that because they wanted you to they wanted to offer the Democrats the opportunity to lie and charge and impeach President Trump over something that he didn't do. You try to falsely claim that he incited an insurrection with his speech when you and the FBI and everybody else knew that it happened in advance. The person that she selected to lead this up is a former general honore who, quite frankly, should be brought up and stripped uh, under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, if nothing else than his disgusting, nasty tweet against the commander-in-chief. And let me tell you, he may be retired, but he is still expected to behave and exercise the same conduct as if he were active duty. And that means respect for the chain of command. This man is a disgusting, foul human being. He went on to tweet against Josh Hawley, calling him a piece of human excrement. 
This man should have no business anywhere near D.C., and he has no business continuing to wear the U.S. military and be paid by the taxpayers. And if we had a Department of Justice that looked a, a, a Department of Defense that looked more like Patton instead of Chelsea Manning, this man wouldn't continue to be on the taxpayers' dime. When we come back, we're going to bring in our buddy Bob Walters. Don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. Hello, I'm Garth Blumenthal, Mercedes-Benz of Temecula, and if you're less enamored with the car you drive, maybe it's time to rekindle the fire. We have an incredible selection of beautiful models to inspire you to fall in love again. For example, lease a stunning new 2021 GLA 250 SUV for just $379 a month, 36 months, 10,000 miles, 3553 due at signing. Visit mbtemecula.com for details. Call 844-483-2126 for details. Mercedes-Benz of Temecula, building relationships one guest at a time. Hey, Answer listeners, I'm Garrett Fay. And I'm Jim Righeimer. We host the Weekend Answer Show, heard Sundays at 7 a.m. here on The Answer San Diego. We cover the biggest stories of the week, nationally and locally, and give you the insights and perspectives and opinions you won't hear anywhere else. We also help you win those holiday arguments with your in-laws, and we don't take ourselves too seriously. Catch us Sundays at 7 a.m., and you stay classy, San Diego. The Weekend Answer Show on The Answer San Diego. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, hoping you can join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the Land of Israel, October 2021. Join us. Get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating countries on Earth. But you'll share experiences that'll change how you read Scripture. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on and on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. Now listen, if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me October 2021 and right now register worry-free. Peace of mind guaranteed refunds up to May 8th if for any reason you want to cancel. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher and travel on the Stand with Israel tour October 27th to November 5th, 2021. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain. You don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. 
It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I, I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Me and two of my favorite boys tonight. I got DJ Carrot Sticks back in with me. And then, of course, it's Friday. So that means my buddy Bob Walters, host, uh, uh, education contributor and author of the book, Facing Reality in American Education. And he's got a new book coming out soon. So as soon as it's ready, you're going to hear about that here. But he joins me for his weekly segment now. Hey, Bob. Hello. Good to be here. Thank you. What you got for me? Well, um, I know you wanted to focus on New York schools, but mm. let me go through the sequence, and I'll make that the f- special focus during okay. the show. Perfect. Um, first of all, good news. I don't have any this week. I'm kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just terrible. <laughs> and then on college crazies, I've got a couple of items. Uh, students were arrested at Kellogg College in Michigan when they tried to give away copies of the Constitution, little booklets, to students that were passing by. <laughs> Drew Hutchinson, the manager of Student Life, which is this magazine, uh, the newspaper on campus, told them they couldn't approach students to engage them in conversation because it could obstruct their ability to get an education. Yeah, like, you know, the Constitution isn't some form of education. These students mentioned their First Amendment rights, and at that point they were arrested and locked up. Am I the only one who sees the irony of being, of, of being arrested? For trying to spread the book about freedoms in America? I know. It's really pathetic. And, do, and, does, and does that little book that they were passing out not give them the right to assemble? Sure does. Does that book that they were trying to pass out not give them the right to express themselves? Yeah, it's just, it's really pathetic. It's just, it's, it's, rid- it's just a bad sign of how drifting the, the lifestyle is in these college campuses. And it hurts the conservative kids. Big well, time, well, it's, to... it's, it's criminalizing conservatism. We have so many people arrested for not committing a crime, except the crime of uh, trying to share a pro-America conservative <laughs> message, the U.S. Constitution. All right. I know. Unbelievable. All right. All right. And you got Harvard Medical Schools now refer to women as birthing people. <laughs> In effort, yeah, in effort to include those who identify as transgender and non-binary. You know, really what that's about is the LGBT community, and, and I, I think they should have their rights, but they've swung the pendulum far too far. And now they're trying to make the difference between men and women negligible, that there really isn't any difference. That's why it's men can be in the bathroom with women. It doesn't matter. Well, it's disturbing because you, this is a matter. Did you not say this was Harvard Medical School? Yeah, that is Harvard now that is decided, I guess, to not teach science. Okay, to not teach medicine, to not teach the fact that there is male and there is female, there is man and there is woman. That until yeah. you know, and uh, there is, I, 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 what I mean, how if you got a if you've got it if you are paying for your child to go to this school, explain yourself to me. If you're a listener, I I, really I, I don't even want I don't even want to drive near that place that. <laughs> What a clown uh, car. Go on. 
Then you got a group of medical professors in Yale and two other universities who are pushing against sex designation and birth certificates. They're trying to start a drive in all the states that when babies are born, their sex would not be shown on the birth certificate. Because um, they're really all the same. You know, there's nothing between boys and girls, men and women. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, um, they're... It, we don't when our medical schools have been so corrupted with politics that they are literally teaching non-science that they it, it, we're we're really in a dark place in this country we really are. there yeah. should be some there should be some area there's no area left bob that's that's no. so what we need what we need to be thinking about you know it i'm shocked I'm glad you're bringing this to our attention, but we've got to we've got to start pushing back against this. We need to we need some Republicans to to insist that as long as we've got this crap going on, that they're not going to get it, at least not get any federal dollars. Harvard got covid relief when they're sitting on like a 40 billion dollar endowment. Yeah, you think when we did have a majority Republicans that we could have passed some of these laws, but we we didn't. No. no. What else None. you got? Uh, L.A. Unified School voted this week to terminate 133 police officers who had been assigned to the school over the years for protection and violation. The defunded police funds will still instead finance, quote, climate coaches and community leaders who will work with students to improve school receptivity and address racial bias. So no more protection. Don't worry about anything that could go wrong or a violent student. Just going to focus on racial bias with counselors being brought in. To address that and and, addition, and 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 this excuse me for interrupting and this after yeah. i think it was last week or, or the week before in which you reported that they're no longer going to be disciplining kids so you take no. you take uh, you take a school that's not disciplining kids they know that they're not going to be disciplined which means they know that they get to do whatever they want to do and then you remove protections for for the well-behaved students at the same time yeah. They really, they really ruin it for the kids who want, who want to learn something. They make it dangerous for the kids who want to learn something. I know. And, and here's, here, the good news, I guess, at this point is that if you don't have, you know, if you're up in L.A. and the schools still aren't open, at least, you you know, you're not putting your kids in an unsafe environment. I know. All right. Go on. All right. In addition, $25 million was slashed that came from the police cost will go to Black Student Achievement Plan which will hire more counselors to introduce social justice and diversity into class curriculum. <sighs> no, you know what? I First of all, that's systemic racism uh, that they're putting $25 million in to address one you know group of kids based upon skin color. But at least if that was going to tutors to because they've identified that this community, right. uh, you know, is behind in math, behind in their English skills and in, in their writing, I would be like, you know what? Help boost them. Uh, help sure. boost them. I, I'm OK with that because that's what the schools are supposed to be for. But it's not. It's about yeah. this. We, we're not teaching anything relevant anymore in these schools at all. Sadly not. Well, then you got New York school system, which you you and I talked about a little earlier. Yeah. Um, this is Eastside Community School in Manhattan, where they now ask parents to reflect on their whiteness. They were giving a, a survey of eight white identities, and they're demanding that each parent identify what level of racism they are. Not now, if, the reason- not, and, 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 and it's assumed that every, every one of these is, <laughs> the assumption is, is that all white people are racist, right? It's just yeah, a matter of how racist you are. So they've broken it down into eight, into eight categories. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, it's and, and you know the reason one what prompted them to do this is they were because you're doing such racial treatment and discussion in the school, some of the parents were complaining. So they said, you know what? 
let's have every white parent answer these questions and give them their sex education in terms of whiteness and and uh, the, the the white horribleness that exists. So they had to identify which of these white identities that each of them might be. All right, can, I, I, I want. Was there? He just to react to get the parents negated from complaining about the kids being focused on this stuff. Okay, so so let me make sure I understand, and then I want to get into a couple of these so people know what's going on here. Sure. So um, the parents, white parents dared to speak up against uh, some of the social justice warrior, you know, Black Lives Matter kind of curriculum that was going on. So then they said, okay, we'll show you. We're now going to double down on it. We're now going to divide you white people up, you you heinous people up into eight different, you know, categories of heinousness and, you know, uh, and to make it even worse on your kids, Right. Yeah, um, that's let, the truth. One of the, um, uh, you know, we don't have time to get into all eight of it, but uh, what it really does is it's like a scale. Um, it's like from one being the worst and eight being the best. And part of yeah. what it, and and then it's like different levels of horribleness for being white. And uh, and it's and, and the end game here is to try to shame white kids into wanting to move into the eight area, which is the best. Um, the worst, of course, being the white supremacist. Uh, my favorite was the next to the worst, Bob, the white voyeurist. Oh, and, yeah. and I guess, and, and it was, <laughs> let me read it out. And then and I want you and, and even Carrot Sticks to respond to see if he finds himself in this category. Are you listening, DJ Carrot Sticks? Okay, the white voyeurism is, wouldn't challenge a white supremacist, desires non-whiteness because it's interesting, pleasurable, uh, so, okay, so white people are boring. Okay, so, you know, so we, we're voyeurs of people of color because we don't have anything interesting going on in our own communities. And there's nothing pleasurable going on amongst us white people. Um, they go on to say that we seek to control the consumption and appropriation of non-whiteness. And then my favorite part is fascination with the culture. Example, consuming black culture without the burden of blackness. <laughs> so I guess you know I'm I guess I'm no longer allowed to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now let me tell you, no, I I can I guess I'm not I I haven't really been allowed, and I shouldn't have been watching all these seasons of Real Housewives of Atlanta because I never had to work a stripper pole like Nene when before she became Nene uh, Leaks. Okay, um, or I guess I'm not allowed to. Um, I mean, what are we supposed to do? It, you know, uh, we're supposed to get out. Are they going to provide us a book to tell us what is black culture and, and what we're not? Uh, this has gone from your kid can't wear a certain costume at Halloween to where you're now not even allowed to consume anything that's related to the culture. I don't even know what that is besides Housewives of Atlanta. Carrot sticks. Well, I don't yeah. think I, I think the people that are making that media that's for purchase is, are happy with white people consuming it. You would think I mean, if you don't have white people consuming different cultures, that means no rap music, no shows with African-Americans, no you know movies. <laughs> uh, they wouldn't have that big of an audience. Well, right. And I guess it also means Bob and, and Carrot Sticks that if you are not um, of Hispanic descent, you're not allowed to own a taco shop or open up a franchise. You know, I mean, how many, you know, we've got all the Bertos here, Rigobertos, Robertos, Alibertos, Alibertos. I mean, I guess we need to investigate and find out if any of those are, are not Hispanic because they shouldn't be allowed to own that, right? 
I mean, where does this end? Well, the fact that those exist show that we love those cultures. Well, we yeah. Love, who doesn't like experiencing different culture? Let me tell you, Andy Cohen, executive producer of Bravo and all these shows, but for people like me watching Housewives of Atlanta, you wouldn't have had Housewives of New Jersey. You wouldn't have had Housewives of New York and the entire franchise, quite frankly, because Atlanta really put it on the map because people were bored with OC. Okay. Yeah, I love my reality shows. All right. Um, but this is actually really serious. It's spreading racism where it didn't exist before. In 2008, 90% of blacks thought that race relations were good. Now, the yeah. one, a poll that was done six months ago said no. Now, only 54% think that race relations are good in this country. Where do they get that huge change? It's from this constant pushing of racism, racism every day, every school, every class, every adult. I mean, you got to be kidding. Well, this is child abuse to because this is going to be presented to white kids, telling them that they are inferior human beings because of their skin color, because they're yes. white, telling them that they've got a choice, that they can either stay in these, uh, you know, these first, uh, you know, five categories and be and be considered, you know, a lesser than human being, or they can toe the line and become a white abolitionist <laughs> who changes institutions, dismantling whiteness and not allowing whiteness to reassert itself. In other words, you're, you, you'll be allowed to exist, you, you know, little white kid, as long as you denounce who you are as a human being. That is um, abominable. To me, Martin Luther King would be turning in his grave. Absolutely. Anything else you want to share before we got to wrap it up, Couple my friend? Cookies. Uh, Oregon De- Education Department says students asking students to show their work in math class is a form of white supremacy. <laughs> Tracking students' success and grading students is also racist. Wow. Posting and helping students get the right answers is an alleged foundation of white supremacy culture. It's like, are you kidding me? How are you gonna? <laughs> Forget about learning math. I guess just it's all about race, 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 race. Final point is in elementary school in Milwaukee, the kids can't read or do math very properly. But now they started a massive program, spend more time, 60% of the day, on Black Lives Matter propaganda. The goal is globalism, transsexism, queerism, restorative justice, uh, low achievement tests. Only 8% of the blacks are proficient in science, 18% in English, and 12% in math. So... They spent $820 million last year alone and didn't do anything to raise the kids' achievement levels instead of teaching them how to be racist against everybody around them. Well, you know what? Yeah. You know what, Bob? I guess the good news is, at at least for the past few weeks, we're not hearing that this has kind of taken over entire schools nationally. At least we're not looking at Sharia compliance anymore. You know, that's, that's kind of gone. The, that's kind of gone the wayside. Uh, now we uh, can just focus our efforts of trying to route out and trying to, to, to get rid of the uh, the systemic racism in our schools, as well as the promotion of the child abuse in the form of pushing, you know, transgenderism. Everybody needs to get active. And it's, sex education. And, it's it's right. all gone out of control. It's, it's absolutely out of control. We need to take it back. Now that people are becoming aware, like I've said this many times, um, this can be dealt with at the local level. There is success, but you've got to get active. We've had too many school board districts with Democrats running unopposed. Get active like Bob Walters. And Bob, thank you so much for being here and all that you do. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Thanks, hon. Now, y'all stay tuned because we got a Friday fun day coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Rush Limbaugh died this week at the age of 70. To say he was a giant in our industry of talk radio is an exercise in understatement. When I talk about the format of talk radio on my own program, I've often said that Rush Limbaugh built them all. Everyone else is just a storefront in it. And I was true then, I'm true now. I'm grateful for my own storefront, but I'm particularly grateful to Rush for building the superstructure of our medium. There's no question. Talk radio is much more needed now than ever. I've been doing talk radio since 1990. Two years earlier than that, Rush Limbaugh started syndicating his show, who was already a monster hit. He, a giant in the industry, helped me out, a newbie, cutting promos for me. He was one of the great gentlemen in the business. And he never stopped being a professional's professional. Rush Limbaugh will be greatly missed. But the mall that he built is alive and fuller than ever. And for that, we should all be grateful. Rest in peace, Rush. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Miramar Kitchen and Bath Family places the safety of your family as a top priority. All their employees follow the CDC guidance as they continue to conduct business. They're here to help you achieve your remodel dreams. Simply call and they'll start a consultation about your project. If it's something they can help you with, they'll discuss the next steps. If not, they'll point you in the direction that might help. Send an email. A picture's worth a thousand words. If you send them photos of your space, they'll tell you what options they have for your project. Or make an appointment to visit their design center. They'll safely practice social distancing while helping you with your project. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath at 858-271-8434 or send an email to info at miramarkitchenandbath.com or Google to visit their website. Contractors license 657 Oh, officer, thank you for stopping. It's my husband. What? His tongue is frozen to the back bumper. So how did he... We were going skiing and we got stuck in the snow and while Hal was struggling to push us out, he slipped and his tongue... Well, only one thing to do. Why? Go to Toyota Carlsbad's Facebook or Instagram for a chance to win four Snow Valley tickets. Official rules on Instagram, Facebook, and toyotacarlsbad.com. Offer for USA only adults 21 and up. No purchase necessary. Offer ends March 7th. Visit Toyota Carlsbad today. Oh, what a feeling. Toyota Carlsbad. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks in narrowly mixed today, but firm advance that led to Klein Street at 2. Just after trading narrowly again most of the day, it was an option closeout day, and we get rotation, consolidation. We got it all week, but with no real technical damage done. And Treasury Secretary Yellen calls for a quick, big stimulus package. Oil prices down a dollar fifty at fifty nine a barrel, hoping for better weather and OPEC help. But the big Texas oil refineries may take months to get back online. Bitcoin tops 54000 It's now worth a trillion dollars. NVIDIA higher has a new state-of-the-art crypto mining processor. Deer up 30 points. A blowout quarter in farm product exports to China remain at an all-time record level. While Walmart gets 425,000 workers a pay raise. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. 
Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. All right, finishing this week with Friday Fun Day. What we got? Carrot sticks. Yes, you know, we try to do our civic duty. We, uh, you know, I found some cell phones here. And I think they belong to some politicians. And there's no really way to find out whose cell phone is except for listening to their playlist. They have their iTunes on here. Okay. So I was going to see if you could help me identify some of these people's (laughs) cell phones. So here's just some of the first song. AOC. So a little Barbie. And then here's some African drum music, which is kind of interesting. And this song is called Tight. Huh. Oh, you know what it shows right here on the back of the cell phone. Do you know who it is? AOC? Nancy Pelosi. No. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Oh, here's another cell phone. Let's see who this one is. Huh. I think maybe there's one more song okay. on here. Do you think you know who's uh-huh. this? <laughs> Ted Cruz. Yes, Ted. We got your phone, Ted. We got your phone. Okay, we got a couple more here, real quick. Let's see who's this is. Wake me up before you go. Go with Maybe this last one will give us a better clue. Okay. Then wake me up. Good night, sweetheart. And that smell. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Yes. We got one more cell phone here. Okay. Let's see who this is. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you thought till it's gone? It paradise. Baby, come back. Huh. kind of confusing. Maybe this yeah. last one here. We'll see maybe this last one will show us. Huh. Gasolina. My daddy Yankee. So his baby come back. The line in Joni Mitchell's was um, don't know how good it is till it's Don't gone. know what you've got yes. till it's gone. And gasolina. Gasolina? Baby come back. Baby come back. I don't know. Good old Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Baby, come back and lower those guys' gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we, we got two out of two. So two people are getting their cell phones back. Okay, very good. So that was our Friday fun day. All right, you got a hero of the week and a stink of the week? Well, um, I do want to take this time. I don't get this opportunity so much anymore. Yep. I want to give a shout out to my family. Okay, good. Um, and, uh, DJ Card Cow, I to give a shout out to Lori. Hope you're feeling better there, Lori. <laughs> so that that's that's it. I don't really have a necessarily hero. I just want to give a shout out to my family. I love them. I know they're listening. They're big AK fans. So they are my heroes. Oh, hey, well, good. Life. Awesome. And and your stink? You got to have a stink. Stink? Well, it's just because of the mullet. I'm going with Ted Cruz. <laughs> Just because of the, the hair alone, man. Yeah, he loses on that. Like, come on now. Yeah, it's bad. What about you? Who's um, your hero in your stink? Well, my hero has got to be Rush Limbaugh um, because the contributions to this country, you know, uh, not just conservatism, not just how he helped, you know, 
uh, the Republican Party gain seats and, and help. And even though I'm disappointed in the Republican Party and they didn't necessarily take advantage, we could, you know, we've we've certainly done better um, thanks to Rush Limbaugh and his contributions to conservatism and the party, as well as just, you know, economically and just being an inspiration. You know, I mean, he's an American treasure. Literally, books should be written about him and how only in America could this humble man from humble beginnings accomplish what he did. And the stink has to go to those that are dancing on his grave this week instead of just respecting uh, an American for what he accomplished and what he achieved and and who meant so much to so many people. For sure. Rest in peace, Rush. And thank you, Cared Sticks. Thank you for being here. Yeah, it was my pleasure, AK. All right. Hopefully you'll be back soon. And we'll be back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.